0: Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of the Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Now we have been talking about the Causeway Chaos, we're calling it, over the past week or so. We're joined on the line by the Mayor of Greater Shepparton, Shane Sarley. He's reporting from his car. Good morning, Shane.
1: Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm
0: very well, thank you. So you're not seeing too much chaos at the moment, and you may have some tips to help people through this period.
1: Yeah, look, at this point, so I've done the drive a couple of times over the course of the last few days, obviously, to try and experience um, different circumstances throughout each day. And I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that any delay is acceptable, but we've got to try and obviously manage this as best as we can. But, Yesterday I did the drive at eight forty am. I left uh, Marupna so the Uchuka Road interchange there. Uh, virtually the KFC on the corner, and it took me twenty seven minutes to get to Bob Jane Mart over in Shepparton. So you know that that would be probably a, a normal probably fifteen minute delay at that particular point. Uh, this morning I went over to Marupna and did a. Uh, going there was uh, as per normal, although I did get about a three-minute delay at Wyndham Street. So I live in North Shepherd and I drove uh, deliberately down Wyndham Street, turned right there at where the Old Shepherd Hotel used to be. There was obviously some congestion there, which I expected. Once I got on the High Street and then onto the Midland Highway across the causeway, it was normal. Uh, got to the Echuca Road interchange and then made my way back. And it took me six minutes to get from the KFC there on the corner to the courthouse. A lot of people, obviously, uh, were in the left lane trying to turn left at Wyndham Street to make their way north, and and I can appreciate if you want to connect north, uh, if possible, if you desperately need to go down Wyndham Street, fine, otherwise try and spread it. So I was in the right lane, I went straight past, a lot of people held up at Wyndham Street, I turned left at Cryo Street, which was empty, I then went down North Street to have a look, that was completely empty, Thompson Street, completely empty, so... To connect north, there's multiple avenues. So I guess what we're trying to ask is if you you don't have to go down Wyndham Street, try and spread it a bit. It might uh, make it a bit more efficient for you.
0: Because there's no chance.
1: same as well well going south as well.
0: Okay. Now, Susanna Sheed was really on the front foot yesterday saying that council needs to reconsider this. Are you saying that that's not an option?
1: Uh, There's plenty of options on the table. I guess what we're trying to consider at the moment is Anything we do beyond what's currently in place will incur a significant cost. And I spoke about that in one of my social media posts that I did, that if we were to go and delay the works or open up a, an additional lane or, or effectively night works, all the things that have been put forward to us, uh, you, you're going to incur costs of in excess of $1 million. So what I'm trying to do right now with my fellow councillors is determine calling an urgent meeting to put these changes in place that inflict the cost of a million dollars of ratepayers' money. So I'm, I'm trying to balance things in regards to what is reasonable. What is a reasonable delay?
0: Yeah, it's not you know, uh, not what, an easy situation.
1: No, it's not. I, I, look, we, we want to do something. Absolutely, we want to try and do something, but we don't want to delay the project any longer than what it needs to be. Uh, suggestions have been made, look, you know, we need to wait for the floodwater to recede so we can uh, have access to Watts Road and other avenues, but well, I don't know when the water is going to recede. So we, it's how long do you wait you know, mm. before you can get access to Watts Road, which then needs assessment anyway, because it's been underwater for a while. Then at what point do we get access to that? Obviously, in January, things slow down as well. So this is not easy for our community. I'm with them 100% on the understanding that if you're doing this daily... It, it, is, it is hard to accept, 100%. Um, I'm not suggesting that you accept a 15-minute delay or a 10-minute delay or a 20-minute delay or, or 30 minutes that some community members, but this is our situation. If we delay, uh, it's going to cost us, or even if we started these works in February, you're still going to have the same delays that you're facing now. So we're, we're sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place of wanting to do something, But being mindful of every dollar we spend of ratepayers' money isn't wasted, and I'm not right now personally comfortable investing upwards of a million dollars to potentially take only five or so minutes off the trip.
0: Fair enough. Sounds reasonable. And obviously you'll continue to monitor the situation.
1: It's been monitored by the hour, literally, and I've done multiple drives myself. My other other councillors have been out as well to assess different times and situations, so we're with the community on this. Some of us are actually living it on a daily basis who commute that route um, quite often. Others don't. But we're, we're trying to balance everything and we're getting a lot of information by the hour to try and make things as best as we possibly can.
0: OK, Shane, let's uh, change tack. Let's talk about Australia Day, which is uh, sort of around the corner. Uh, now, Council took a decision earlier in the year to uh, write to the relevant authorities about calling for that day to be changed as it wasn't a day of celebration for some sectors of our community. Yet I guess while that date remains the same uh, that will be, you know, those sorts of celebrations will be continuing in in Greater Shepparton because you've got um, Australia Day um, award nominations out and also applications open for Australia Day grants.
1: Yeah, that's right. So uh, you obviously highlighted there the decision that was made and, and that's more over the course of next year into 2024, what things may look like, but as for 2023 which is, as you mentioned, isn't too far away, it's amazing how quick things go, but uh, you obviously mentioned nominations are now open for the Australia Day Awards so that's really good if there's Uh, Anyone that you think fits the category, uh, which is Citizen of the Year, Young Citizen of the Year, which is obviously aged under 30, and Senior Citizen of the Year, which is aged 65 and over, then you've got your Sports Award and Community Event of the Year, uh, which includes any virtual events that may have been held as well over the course of the last year. So that's really important. If you know of anyone uh, that fits that category, Uh, nominations close on Monday the 28th of November, uh, and you can uh, make those nominations through Council's website, as well, all the details are there and you also mentioned uh, there's some Australia Day grants as well available so grants for Australia Day events are open and they close on Sunday the 20th of November and again you can apply for that through the council website and you can get up to $3,000 towards uh, community groups who want to celebrate Australia Day next year.
0: OK. Uh, speaking of uh, the flood situation, Shane, as we were alluding to when we are talking about the traffic, is there any sort of updates you need to give us in relation to that? I mean, obviously, is still closed, East Bank still closed, Town Kidstown, Kidstown still closed.
1: Yeah, so they were heavily impacted. So East Bank actually got water uh, in the base level of that facility there, so until they can clean it out and, and understand the damage that's been made and have those assessments being done, which are happening uh, as we speak. We'll get it open as soon as possible. The cafe is open, so I would encourage anyone that is uh, interested in attending the cafe, that is open. Uh, Aqua Moves, uh, there was water, actually, and most of the community have probably seen that the river did slightly raise. I'm not sure the exact measurements, but it did slightly raise uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks with with that rain we have had, and Tom Collins Drive uh, had some water across it as well. There's some issues there at Aqua Moves just regarding with the sort of the pumps and and the systems that are in place to be able to uh, support the wet area, but they're hopeful of having the dry area, so your weights and classes and whatnot, open as soon as possible. But uh, you know we're getting very close to the end of the year, so fingers crossed we can perhaps get it open before then. And Kids Town again, uh, obviously heavily inundated um, with water and, you know, safety is the main priority and being able to get in there and assess what's happened before uh, we open it to community.
0: Well, I'm sure we're all looking forward to that time happening just to get some sense of normality back. And it must be hard for like all the champion swimmers that we have in our area. They've, they've got nowhere to swim at the moment. I know of one club that's going over to Benalla, but that's, um, that's a bit of a hard road.
1: Yeah, it is, and this is this is the challenge that unfortunately we face under these emergency circumstances. And we are still very actively on flood watch, you know, with uh rain that is proposed to be constant between now and the end of the year at least. So, yeah, it's difficult to accommodate everyone in these circumstances, especially when you know Aquamoves is an unbelievable facility that offers support to so many, you know, with swimming lessons and and hydrotherapy recovery as well as the gym classes and you mentioned the swim club there. So, uh, unfortunately, people have had to. Find other options, uh, but as soon as we can get it up and running, we will uh, because we know how important it is to our community.
0: I guess some of the town or outdoor pools would be open or opening soon. We've got, we've got so, Murchison. But, uh,
1: if you're game um, um, enough to go and swim outdoors with uh, a pool that isn't heated? Then go for it.
0: I know. Right. I'm definitely not. <laughs> we really no, haven't. We really there, haven't either. had. Uh, we really haven't had much warm weather this season yet at all, have we?
1: No, no, hopefully it's not too far away. Today's going to be a nice day by the looks of it, but uh, yeah, fingers crossed the warmer weather is upon us and it can start to dry things out and we can uh, get back to some active living that we're, we're always uh, accustomed
0: to. Before we let you, in, you go, Shane, you did say you were in your car. Uh, where are you now and are you seeing anything uh, that could give us some sort of an update on the situation?
1: Uh, I just went through town, so I'm making my way, uh, as we speak, uh, almost at Horton Street and that's yeah i'm starting to fill up a little bit obviously with school traffic but uh heading north so it's it's moving as per normal at this particular point where i was but as i mentioned earlier i'm not dismissing that there will be delays but i guess you know it's trying to do this as efficient as we possibly can and what i just experienced is probably something that could be taken into consideration is just sort of spread it out a bit rather than everyone try and go left at uh, Wyndham Street, uh, you know, to head north or south, you know, sort of progress up to the next street and the next one up, and you'll still get to where you need to get to because those streets were empty this morning when I was doing it, but Wyndham Street was quite congested.
0: All right, then. Thank you for that traffic ro- report. Happen. We might have to get um, you to do some, some more some more traffic reports in future. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Thanks for having me on. And, um, no, look, we're, we'll, we'll get through it, but we're looking at different solutions. But I know it's easy to say, be patient, but we're, we are assessing this literally by the hour and, and hopefully it'll become better over the course of the next few days. And if not, we'll have to make some changes.
0: Okay. Thank you very much for your time this morning, the Mayor of Greater Shepparton, Shane Sally. Have a great day, Shane.
1: Thanks, Terry. Bye-bye.
0: SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Golden Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible. With no upfront fee charged, what are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1-300-436-829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM Sponsor. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River Fever, Barma Forest Virus and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese Encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor.
1: Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. re tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors has grown along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428
0: 235000. You what they said on the radio? No, I missed it. Nah, I had to take the dog for a walk. I was at work. I was helping with the sausage sizzle. Catch the latest news updates. Listen to podcasts. Join us live with the Community Radio Plus app. You what they said on <laughs> the radio? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening in the car. Yeah, I was listening on my phone. On the radio? Yeah, I was listening to it on my smart speakers when I got home. Whatever you're doing, take us with you. Community Radio Plus. Your home of community radio. Download from the App Store or Google Play. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.